0: You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 742, An End in Sight. Hey folks, it's Medris, and I'm back with another episode of All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. Of course, I am your host, and uh, as uh, as I mentioned last episode, there will be no other hosts uh, besides myself for a while, until people are excited about World of Warcraft again, I guess. But it's been... Just over a month since our last episode, and I wanted to record another episode just to, you know, get a, a feeling for where our community is, and kind of update anybody who's not up to date on the latest news uh, and ideas as to what's going on. So, since our last episode, some some fairly significant news has happened uh, in in the Blizzard universes. First off, BlizzCon Line 2022 was canceled not a surprise to a lot of people simply because it was unlikely that blizzard would want to have a, a convention where people who were aggressively anti-company would have the ability to disrupt their event or boycott it or uh, make a mockery of it uh, in any way shape or form uh so i, I was not surprised to hear it cancelled they they did say that they do plan to hold some stuff in february or announce some stuff in February, and updates to games and stuff like that. But I suspect that the scope that we would have normally expected for maybe BlizzConline based on last year it is not at all close to what we're gonna see. We also did see the pushback further of the Sylvanas novel. It was supposed to be happening originally in February. Now it's happening in uh, March. Uh, it was supposed to be early February, now it's March 29th, I believe, is the current estimated date last I checked. I'm just going to check Amazon just to make sure I have a, a solid answer on that one because I don't want to have you give, give you guys the wrong information. Yeah, it looks like here... Yeah, March 29th, 2022 is what they're currently estimating uh, over there. So... Yeah. At this point, I, I know that this is not how Blizzard wanted the late 2021 to go, but it's just the way this one had to go uh, which is to say not what they originally planned when they're planning BlizzCon Line, uh, twenty twenty two. And they, they did say they're also gonna take this time to reimagine what a BlizzCon event of the future could look like. It's been sixteen years since the first BlizzCon. We are about a month after what would have been expected originally to be uh BlizzCon twenty twenty one. And I think we all can say that the idea of BlizzCon is very different than what has been in the past, moving forward at least. I don't know how packed convention centers will do. Um, in New York City, Anime Con this past weekend um, had a case of the latest variant of COVID, so uh, everybody who went to that is being told now that they need to um, get tested and so on. Uh, it, it's It's very complicated, and it's a very difficult thing to imagine going forward, and I I appreciate that they want to reimagine what BlizzCons in the future will look like. I don't want to see them go away. I don't want to see them not happen. But a BlizzCon with a focus on safety of the player base needs to be at the forefront of what they do. And I hope that this will give them the opportunity and the, uh, the chance to Plan a better BlizzCon and something that everybody can be excited about. But we'll have to wait and see what happens and what they do with that. Some other non-particularly World of Warcraft news. Back on... I can't remember if this is... I think this is around when we released the last episode, not when it actually was recorded. Um, Because, again, several days between recording and release. Uh, But uh, Bobby Kotick uh, released a letter to... The employees to share what they've done and what they're doing to try and make the company better this letter was met with i would say to put it mildly a whole lot of mockery it doesn't help that since then some allegations against kodak himself have come out and the fact that activation blizzard is saying that they are, are are launching a new zero tolerance policy but very explicitly saying to employees this is not applying to Bobby Kotick uh, when asked why it wasn't being applied to the CEO. Kind of gives the whole idea of that t- no teeth. They are applying to increase the percentage of women and non-binary people in the workforce by 50% uh, and will invest $250 million to accelerate opportunities in for diverse talent. Great, but you're 20 years too late and you've already pretty much Pushed away 90% of the people who could have helped you to get there. And and he says that they're gonna be regular progress updates. Uh I, I don't believe and I don't think many of the employees believe this is is a fair and, and transparent statement. I feel like this is an attempt to address the demands from the better ABK organization. And I, I feel like it has thoroughly failed in that regard because it has disregarded or made a mockery of of those attempts. And this is stuff that should never have been a problem. Yeah, a few days after that, the folks over at Activision Blizzard uh, announced uh, a a very interesting new idea. The World of Warcraft Community Council. The posting here says, The World World of Warcraft Community is second to none with the passion, love, and excitement you all show to the game. Player feedback impacts all aspects of the game, and with such a wide range of opinions, playstyles, and interests out there, gathering and understanding feedback is more important than ever. To help further our efforts in this area, we're introducing the WoW Community Council. This program will add another venue for communication between players and WoW developers. Our goal is to gather more detailed feedback on all aspects of World of Warcraft from players around the world with a wide range of backgrounds and interests. Here's how it works. Submissions are open to any player interested in taking part in the program. Once players are selected, they will be given the ability to post in a new discussion forum that is publicly visible to everyone. In this forum, we'll ask members to share their experiences and perspectives on anything in the game, and some topics may be started by Blizzard developers and community managers. Responses and updates from Blizzard will be posted there so they can be easily discussed by the entire community. A private discussion will also be set up for council members to discourage to encourage direct interaction between members. Separate conversations between smaller groups of members and Blizzard developers will be encouraged to ensure players with different perspectives are being heard. These can take form of live chats between council members and WoW devs. One of the key goals of this program is to encourage discussion with players from a wide variety of different play styles. To ensure this part of the application process will involve sharing your areas of interest and expertise, whether it's cutting-edge rating, playing alts, completing achievements, accessibility, or collecting transmog, want to know your perspective, and ensure you're heard. I do like the idea of this. They do note here, this program is focused on sharing current and past game experiences It will not provide access to unannounced game information. So, people involved in this will not get heads up ahead of time on things that are coming down the road. Uh, They will not have early information or access to what's going to be happening with the next patches or next beta builds or whatever. This is simply a, a group of people who will be able to be a conduit between the devs and the player base that is not a person with a at blizzard.com email address and i think that's a good thing uh without a doubt 100 percent i think that's a great thing to have what i would hope to be it would be a, considered a player council and have some ability to call devs out on issues now there will be players who will be unimpressed with some of the stuff that happens on this of course there always will be i will say I fully expect that there will be some players who will feel that this council needs to attack Blizzard developers, who feel like the devs need to be held to an account for everything that's been happening at Blizzard for the last 30 years. This is not that, and I would be surprised if this ever became that. These people are not there to be our gun aimed at the, the employees of Blizzard. The majority of the people currently at Blizzard did not know what was going on or had no control over what was going on to do anything about it. A lot of the people, if not all of the people, we're not going to say all of them because we know that there's some people who are still there who have had an impact on what has happened or could have had an impact and did not. And we're aware of things very clearly. Because we know that there's people there who are still who, who were able to do something and did not, but we know that the majority of the, player, or the people in Blizzard have no ability or no control, no... Opportunity to do anything about this, we can't hold them to account. That's like your parents saying, Why didn't you stop your brother who was across town from hitting somebody when you had no idea where your brother was, didn't know you were gonna hit he's gonna hit anybody, and weren't physically close enough to do anything to stop him. It's not fair to attack the blizzard employees who had no impact and no control over the events that happened that's why standing up for blizzard employees the people who are there still trying to make these games fun engaging and exciting for us reiterating the demands of a better abk and that kind of stuff that is what we need to do as players this council if done right and i, and I feel like they are trying to to set it up properly with the right mindset this council can be our voice because a lot of players do not feel like the community managers who have been our voice have been successfully successful in that job due to there being people with an email at blizzard.com. So that said, I am hopeful, cautiously, that this is going to be a good thing. And I hope to see the community embrace this and show that this can be something positive and that we can accept and work within the system that Blizzard is giving us to get issues resolved that have been problems. Now, that was announced on the 1st of November. On the 2nd of November, Activision Blizzard had their earnings call. The same day, Jen O'Neill, co-leader of Blizzard, announced that she was stepping away from the company. Now, I'm going to present the original statement. The original statement was gracious presented as, a a personal choice of hers to move to another opportunity and uh if that was all i would be fine with that Uh, however since that original statement several articles have come out that gives more detail to the story on the 17th of november so uh this was 15 days later several things came out that is interesting so First, Bobby Kotick was aware for years of the allegations and the issues within Activision Blizzard. Uh, Bobby Kotick, when presented with the recommendation by HR to let, let one of the employees go who was accused of these things, fought for that person to stay in the company. Bobby Kotick himself has been accused of mistreatment of employees. One of the statements regarding the accusations against Bobby Kotick is that he uh, threatened to kill an assistant and was, again, key in making sure people who were terrible and doing bad things stayed in the company. This is this is leading people back to the Activision Blizzard has zero tolerance policy unless your name is Bobby Kotick. We get rid of anybody who does wrong except Bobby Kotick so this has led a lot of people to be very frustrated and very angry at why he is getting different treatment uh the same time as this all came out it, it was revealed that jennifer o'neill wanted to resign in part due to issues that included being paid less than mike Ibarra, her co-lead and that that uh, mike Ibarra and jennifer o'neill asked for pay parity and that O'Neill was only offered an equal contract after resigning from the role. So, to 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 summarize the issue, for me not keeping score at home, Activision Blizzard gets sued for issues relating pay equity, sexual harassment, keeping sexual harassers in the company, not protecting employees from terrible behavior, and their response after getting the former president of Blizzard to step down is to replace him with two co-leaders the female one of which got paid less so apparently they didn't really get the memo about pay equity somehow some way so yeah apparently it's gonna take some divine intervention for Activision blizzard to get the memo on hey if a man and a woman are doing the same job they should be paid the same money period yeah. So, at this point, from the internal stuff, I, I I I'm struggling to put into proper words without resorting to words and 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 phrases that I I hesitate to use because of how I've tried to keep the show for the many years I've been doing the show. But I I am incredibly frustrated. Yes, early enough without losing AT's A- A- PJ reading reading. Uh, I'm incredibly frustrated that after everything that's happened and all of the stuff that has occurred that the simple and unambiguous message of stop screwing around hasn't made its way to the people who make these decisions. I I am increasingly frustrated that this is the level of stuff and I hope you know... That i meant another word that starts with s that is not stuff keeps happening it has to stop we said this when it first broke in the summer we said this on the last episode and we will continue to say it until things improve it can't be business as usual for the community for this podcast and for the company the day that this stuff came out within 30 minutes the people behind a better abk had organized a walkout and employees were walking out of their offices. This is the second walkout at Blizzard so far. And I tell you, if I lived in California, I'd be there with them. I think most players of World of Warcraft and other Blizzard titles would be there with them. Not all of them. There are some who may disagree with this somehow, some way. I don't I don't understand how that could be, uh, but I'm sure there are because there always are. I hope that The stuff that happened in the first 15 days of november i hope it has an effect reporting came out i don't i I wasn't able to find the source uh but reporting came out that bobby kodak said that he would resign if the turnaround didn't happen fast enough i don't know anybody who believes that's actually the case at this point there is no doubt in my mind personally that bobby kodak can no longer be the ceo of activision blizzard I don't know who it should be. That's not for me to say. And I don't have the the knowledge or the skills to go there. But Bobby Kotick should no longer be the CEO of Activision Blizzard. Period. His time should be done. Enforce your zero tolerance. I don't care that he settled the death threat one out of of court. If anything, that proves that that he was guilty. He should be done. Somebody else needs to run the company. And this company, from the ground up, needs to be Rebuilt and none of this Wilmer Hale BS trying to bust unions when they can't even figure out technology enough to know that organizing of the better ABK has been happening in their company Slack channels. No, hell to the no, it has to be done properly with employee input. We want input in WoW, we want as players our feelings and our opinions. But what's going on with World of Warcraft to be heard by the people in charge of that product. The employees at Blizzard want input on what's going on in their company. From the people in charge of that company. This, wel- this, this World of Warcraft Community Council should show anybody exactly what the employees want. They want that in an employment employee sense. They need They need to unionize. But until that can happen they need to be given a say. They need to be given input, and they will to be able to say, no, that's not enough. Do more. Do better. They're still there making these games for us. We need the, we need to have their backs. Um, I think that's about all I had for, for the, the legal and, and controversial stuff. So I'm going to talk about something else to kind of give us a, a, a moving-on point here, and hopefully we can adequately... Uh, progress here. So, I was recently approached with uh, an offer to have a conversation with you, my my fine listeners, and uh, I decided to do it this coming Wednesday. Now, I don't know that I'm going to have this out on Wednesday, so I'm going to put this out on our social medias, in our Discord, and so on. And basically, I'm have, I want to have a conversation with the listeners. I want to talk to you guys and, and give you my thoughts on where the game is where i hope to see it go and hopefully where we can have a a sufficiently useful ask me anything i guess basically I, I want your thoughts i want your questions if you aren't in our discord uh please do go to our discord it's in the show notes uh you also find it on our twitter at all things as there's an ama channel under under the podcast section go there if you have any questions for me, as, as the person who's been doing this show for many years now, put them there. If you have any questions about game stuff, about Blizzard stuff, about podcasting stuff, put it there. And then on at 7 to 30 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday, I am going to be going into the Wisdom app. Uh, now, this is only available currently for iOS, but they'll give me a link that I can then put this on social media and you can go through social media to, to listen to it as well. And I'm told that should be cross-platform. And basically, I just want to to talk to you guys and get your thoughts, answer your questions. I've always tried to, ha- always wanted to have a Q and A or uh, ask me anything kind of thing, but I've never really gotten around to it. Tried to make it a Patreon Patreon thing, never really happened. So, yeah, uh, that that's kind of the thought here. I, I want to get your thoughts. So join me. If you're on iOS, go, to, go download the Wisdom app and search for my name, Dwight Medros Walbridge. Uh, my username on there is Medros, and I will be going live again around 7.30 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday, the 8th of December. And I'll post it on social media when the recording's up uh, for you guys to listen to. And I look forward to having a mission conversation. And if I have no questions to answer, then I will simply, I guess... Talk about World of Warcraft or Blizzard or podcasting for a uh, half an hour or so and wrap it up. So. Alright. So moving on from controversial stuff that, that we all uh, would love to see in our review here at this point. Uh Blizzard recently announced a new shot mount. Now I know some people who I am confident love this mount. It is the sun warmed feline. It is a flying red bird, red and white furred cat green eyes, comes with a harness and everything, Uh, but basically it lets you ride your cat. It looks really cute. Uh, It's in the Blizzard shop for $25 US or equivalent currency, and it's just it's adorable looking. I don't have it yet, uh, but the video for it looks really, really cute. And I do hope at some point to get one myself. I don't know how many of you guys out there have it. I I know there's a lot of people who who have not gotten it out of uh, protest, but uh, I just, I really... I really find it really cute and um, kudos to whoever the artist is that did this one uh, it was it's definitely definitely good i i applaud it uh, as well uh, they did put out uh, i think it was in the 9.1.5 patch uh, a new murloc battle pet it's blue it's called gurgle g-u-r-g-l and you probably can't do this without being level 60 there's a quest line to get it, starting with Briani and Dalaran and the Broken Isles. And uh, you just basically go to a few different steps along the way. And then you get a pet uh, that you can bring along with you. And there's also in the Time Walker Mystery Bundles on the Blizzard Gear Store uh, a Funko Pop version of this. And I wish I still had money to to collect these, because that's cute. So yeah, if you if you want, I'm sure that there's steps up on various places... Uh, it looks like a, just a few steps in the quest chain. It uh, shouldn't take, like, it shouldn't be any, like, mystery. It's not a secret hidden treasure thing. So, yeah, if you want a new uh, Murloc pet, uh, go ahead and get it. Uh, there is a Murloc backpack available in the stores. I don't know if it's, uh, a, it looks like it's a six-month thing that recently hit the uh, Blizzard, store, Blizzard shop for Black Friday, but it allows you to carry a cute baby Murloc Hatch from an egg on your back. It's a transmog item and looks really, really cute. I should look in the description here. Oh, yeah, no, it's $15 for that. That's pretty good. And there's also a Celestial Observer's Ensemble, which gives you the Celestial Steed and the Argy Pet, uh, and a transmog item as well that changes your look. So, pretty cool stuff there. Again, this is the hold the company accountable, not the employees who are making the content for us. Is, they aren't to blame, uh, and I think the Merlock, the Merlock satchels, also comes with the imp and a ball. If you're a, a Burning Crusade classic player, I don't think you get that in in live, though. Sorry. They uh, they did have an interview with uh, eventually interviewed Ian Hasakostas about kind of the game's future and and what is is going on, basically. And in there, Ian did say that the team created an internal process for employees to flag uh, pieces of the game that need to be reviewed, things that didn't age well, could be offensive, um, and will be reviewed to see if they need to be changed. I imagine that's probably what's led us to a lot of the culling of content from World of Warcraft. Uh, Let's see here. He did say the team isn't trying to fix injustices, just trying to uh, improve what experience that the larger cultural community has. He also says the WoW team is working closely with the Overwatch team to try and catch Toxicity in-game right away without relying so much on manual reporting. I think a lot of players will agree that this is long overdue. Toxicity in WoW has happened back to day one of World of Warcraft and probably day five of Overwatch at best. So that they have not had automated or methods for flagging stuff for review uh, without requiring manual reporting until now is honestly disappointing. But that is finally happening. I'll take it and be happy that it's finally happened. He says, in the end, the team wants WoW to be a positive place to escape the trials and tribulations of the world. And I think after the last two years that many of us have had, escaping into a game that isn't wrought with its own questions and morality Concerns uh, is is something that a lot of us could use right now. He says that 9.1.5 9. was born out of the team being allowed to pitch ideas and try out things that they think make the game more fun. And that I, I feel like that's borne out by what we've seen as reaction to the 9.1.5 patch. Um, I think a lot of players have found this to be a much more exciting and fun game to play. You know, a, a lot of commentary about this being the fan service patch, and I'm fine with that call it whatever you want. I want it to be fun. I want players to have fun playing it. And hopefully that ideal, make it challenging, don't make it unpleasant, is is a, a, a new goal they have in World of Warcraft. Um, it shouldn't take a fan service patch and all this stuff to bring the game to a point where people can enjoy playing it again. Period. Uh, he says, uh, in an interview he said that... They should have reacted to player feedback earlier about conduit energy and that they can be better about communicating not only that they are being people are being heard but why things are not necessarily implanted or changed right away uh 9.1 9.1.5 reflects a shift towards more accessibility and letting go of old lessons instilled on the team from the past that don't necessarily reflect the way the game is enjoyed today he says cross-faction rating is a bit more on the radar now uh if jaina and thrall are working together why can't the players and i think honestly as much as to me, that seems odd. I know that this would be a huge, huge, huge thing for the player base. People have been asking for cross-faction rating, cross-faction communication, cross-faction cooperation, real cross-faction cooperation, for a very long time. Very, very long time. Like, I, I can't even begin to fathom how long this has been a the, thing. This game has been stuck in the mud. It's been stuck in the past. And... It, it seems like it's finally beginning to get itself out of that rut, and hopefully we'll move towards a game that is more inclusive to everybody and enjoyable to everybody. Hopefully we can move forward and not move backwards. But it, it's a very interesting our, our, uh, interview. I do recommend checking it out uh, on the BenchWheat site. It's good to see that they're that they're now becoming aware of the flaws that have led them to where they are today. In that interview Ian did actually mention uh, that the conclusion of Shadowlands uh, would be mentioned soon and a few days later we got a developer preview of the new patch. This will be the final patch of the Shadowlands expansion, it is patch 9.2 Eternity's End. The Concept art and all the art of this is really a lot of fun, basically we're, we're chasing the jailer who was last seen at the end of the raid in 9.1. We're going to Xerath Mortis. It was created by the first ones, and it will have uh, some really cool like early stages, primordial stuff. Basically, this is where the first ones went to try and perfect everything before it was moved into the actual Shadowlands. We'll meet the Enlightened. Uh, they are brokers that arrived in Zarathmartis a long time ago. They don't see the world the same way as other brokers do. They don't see the transactional nature that the brokers are in. But instead, they treat the world as a, a, a sacred place that, they, that they're in. They pursue knowledge, not just currency. The new raid will be sepulchral of the first ones. Uh, we heard about that in the Lonely Experience through Shadowlands. Uh, and now we have more information on that. We will uh, decode the cipher of the first ones. So we will be teaming up with a, with a curious Atama sidekick uh, and the new progression system to learn the lost language of the progenitors and delve deeper into the secrets of Zereth Mortis. Class tier sets are going to return in this. There's going to be a new Mythic, set, Mythic Plus and PvP season. Tazvesh will be added to the Mythic Keystone dungeon rotation and we we'll split into two separate dungeons, which is exactly what we expected to happen at this point. Uh, there'll be new pets and mounts, uh, some of which we have had previewed. To me, it looks like a lot of, them, a lot of the pets and mounts I've seen so far have, have been very much looking like, that's what I can describe as like wood carvings that you would use to create, to, to get the, the template of something before you create the, the the final version, which definitely fits with the the description they have here. Just some really cool stuff. And there'll be a new dancing minigame at the Dark Moon Fair. So that'd be pretty cool. I'm excited by this patch. I, I'm hopeful that it will bring content that is they going to make it be exciting to uh to folks. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited for the 9.2 patch. Uh, they did go into some more detail through a variety of interviews, game rant, and various other sites, and so on. And so, they did say that the 9.2 patch will do fina- fin- finale of Shadowlands. There could be a 9.3, but it's very unlikely. We'll have to get through Anduin to get to confront the jailer. No idea yet whether we'll actually have to kill Anduin. Hope not. There'll be some interactions between Uther and Sylvanas, Tyrande and Sylvanas, and so on. Zeroth Mortis is gonna be a very large zone, and yeah, it's it's a very exciting, very exciting conclusion. Uh, Curious to see how it's going to work out in the end, but I'm I'm really intrigued by what has been previewed, Uh, and I'm very curious to see what we're gonna get in the end. But it is on the PTR now. We are we we have people there are people testing it now, and uh, I would expect to see this probably by beginning of April, I'd imagine, but kind of hard to say without knowing for sure. But yeah, very exciting stuff. New, new and final patch. That that is true, Sean. That is very true. That is kind of a kind of fan service. But yeah, I'm I'm intrigued what you guys are thinking on this and what you guys want out of the last patch. When you think we'll see our next expansion and so on. So yeah, that's gonna be about it for the news part of the show. Now uh, I did ask on Twitter a question of the week: Should Bobby Kotick resign as CEO of Activision Blizzard immediately? Why or why not? The question answer, answer to the question of the week, uh, At atwikibh says, how is this even a question? Of course, hashtag fire Bobby Kotick. Uh, Leo Wild says, that would be nice. Him being fired be, be, it would be even better. Either way, he needs to leave. Uh, Richard Rawl 32, he should be fired, and the board also. Tastic says, should have been removed a long time ago. Allowing him to resign is being too kind to him. He protected abusers. Uh, the Gulo 13 says, at some point, one has to put faith that Blizzard will do what is considered in the best interest of both the company and the gaming community as a whole. Uh, and there were some, some responses to that, basically saying, like, why would we assume they would do that? Why would we put faith in that when they haven't done that in 30 years? Which is a fair point. Now, this next one here is a, a little bit longer one, but I think it's, it brings us good points. At uh, Denkopus says, let me wax my max brass capitalist mustache for a second. Kodak is a liability to the company's profits directly as shown by how much the stock has plummeted, brought on directly by his action and somehow his inaction at the same time. He stunts the growth and capabilities of his team by allowing this behavior which deliberately gets in the way of the productivity of everyone at Activision Blizzard, which could have made a lot more money over the past few years if he just acted ethically. I'm not even going giving the obvious he should be fired because of the things he's done, because people who are pro-Kodak aren't going to even listen the disgusting ethics and human rights violations under his belt because they just want to play the next Call of Duty. I'm speaking to the investors who fundamentally understand how much Kotic has hurt the bottom line. Can't disagree at all. No matter the aspect you look at this from. From the aspect of player, somebody who's pro, who's anti, there's there's no logical reason. If you're if you're if you're in it for money, there's no reason. Why the board is sticking by him makes no sense from so many different aspects that i am shocked there are not more shareholder lawsuits there are not more calls for the board to resign and Kodak to resign like there is no logical reason why this has not happened and why it is not yet happening it, it makes no sense uh at woolley 8 says i'd prefer he be outright canned but vacating the position is vacating the position forid foxy says yes though he should have been removed a long time ago at celerus wesson no he should have resigned/been slash booted when it was confirmed he protected a rapist at Peter MJ said he shouldn't be allowed to resign. He should be terminated with cause for his consistent failures to safeguard his employees. Hashtag fire Bobby Kotick. Hashtag boot the board. And Sean in our chat is saying a gif of fire and then him now. So pretty much there is no question through the majority of these comments that he needs to go. When will he get that message? When will that memo get to him probably about five seconds after the you should do better for your employees memo uh which we already know it did not get to him so our next week's question is when do you think we will hear about the next expansion for world of warcraft and what do you think will be in it please leave those comments in our discord or on twitter when we post that and uh, i don't know when i'll be back with another episode i again i will be on wisdom this week it's only i on ios right now there's unfortunately no way to 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 get in there via the web. So if you don't have an iPhone, I apologize. But again, I'll post the audio for that on the All Things Azeroth Twitter uh, as soon as possible after it's available. And I look forward to uh, doing another episode. It probably won't be until the new year. But um, my hope and my goal would be to be able to do an episode as close as possible to the 15th anniversary of the show uh, in mid-January. So that said... Uh, I'll do our outro, and then, uh, yeah, and then we're done. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, you can call 1-785-ATA-WOW5. That's 1-785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. And, of course, follow us on Twitter at allthingsaz for the show, at Ed Medris for myself, and at Don Forge for the network. Also, please check out the other show from the Dawnforge Network, including GroupQuest. And with that, we will see you next time. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you, well, on the other side, 2021. Copyright 2021 Dawnforge Productions Head to thedawnforge.com for more information.